0: Hi, my name is Anita Foster, and I'm the library media specialist from Autry Middle School in um, Kennesaw, Georgia.
1: Hey, I'm Ingrid Hansen, the library media specialist at Lindley Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia.
2: Hey, everyone, I'm Lori Quintana, and I'm the library media specialist at Griffin Middle School in Smyrna, Georgia.
1: And we
0: have a special guest today! We're We're so so excited. excited! <laughs> Welcome to Overdue, Miss Cicely Lewis. Woohoo! Um, you may know her as Cicely Lewis. You may also know her as the Reed librarian. So we're going to let her introduce herself, From Georgia, and talk about. It. And she, oh yes, she's also the Georgia Library Media Association Library Media Specialist of the year because she's amazing. Oh, thank you, guys.
3: You are too kind. Um, I am Cicely Lewis, and I'm a school library media specialist. At Meadow Creek High School in Gwinnett County, and I'm so, so, so excited to be here with you guys today.
2: We are too, because you talked a lot today with your Read Woke um, program about advocating. Um, for students, especially with uh, introducing them to books and all. But also, our theme today was being a leader in the Mm -hmm. middle, in the uh, library or media uh, center, whichever you call it and whatever. So we kind of want to talk to you a little bit about that today because we feel like um, our platform with Overdue is giving library media specialists a voice. Mm -hmm. And so you are a great mentor for us to do that and to come out of our shells and bring our programs out that we're doing in our libraries. And so um, my first question for you is, um where your first step as a library media specialist mm-hmm. in your local school mm-hmm. who's the first person you go to to get that support as a leader to um, share your library programs wow. so the
3: first person that I go to for support is this is going to sound crazy but my students I I go to them first to try to figure out is this corny how can we implement this do you think the kids will respond to this would you like this what can we do and i have a conversation with them i get their input input and that is how i'm able to in my opinion get the best ideas in an authentic um, Representation of what my school needs, and I also was a former language arts teacher at Meadow Creek, so all of the language arts teachers love me, except maybe one or two, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can't let <win> them all.
3: <laughs> and so they know that I was a former language arts teacher. They know that I know their struggle, and they want to support me. So that has been a great, um, a great incentive for me, or a great. Um, a great thing for me to be able to have worked with these, these teachers already. I don't have to prove myself to them. They already know that, uh, that I'm going to honor their time and I'm going to connect to their standards. And so it is easy for me to get buy-in from the language arts teachers, but my first step is always the students. I, I agree
2: with that completely, and I think with our new library media specialists that are starting this year, that's their big question is where do I start? Mm-hmm. And I keep telling them start with your students. Yes. Look at mm-hmm. do a needs assessment mm-hmm. for your students in your school and in mm-hmm. your population and everything. Get get to those students. First. Have conversations
1: yes. with those students. Yes. Absolutely. Yes.
0: And one way that I do that is I have and I've said this several other times in other locations, but I have a bulletin board mm-hmm. up in my room. It's a dry erase board that I put student requests for books on there. And I would say probably 85 to 90% of my book order is student requests. So that's, I like getting students input on, because if I don't order what they read, mm-hmm. then they're not going to read it. It's if I key. order what I want to, to order, then they're not going to read it. Exactly. But if I get what they want, now mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to be serious. I actually have a couple of kids every year that put something inappropriate on there. Like I get every year the Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and every year yes. I get um, Fifty Shades. And oh, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, yes. Well, 6th to 8th grade. So you got those 8th graders that are wanting Mm -hmm. to read that mature stuff.
1: Okay, so one of the things that really resonated with me when you were speaking to us today Mm -hmm. um, is that you didn't see yourself as a leader because I Mm -hmm. really don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I see myself as a teacher and a librarian. Mm -hmm. And um, it really... It was just really powerful to hear how you got started Mm -hmm. because I am all the time going up to my academic coach or to my teachers Mm -hmm. and being like, all right, so I had this idea. Mm -hmm. I really want to do this. Um, So I wanted to talk a little bit about that Mm -hmm. and and your story as far Mm -hmm. as how you got started Mm -hmm. and your use of social media Mm -hmm. to make that leap Mm -hmm. and to be able to advocate for yourself. So... I I did mention that I did
3: not see myself as a leader, and I think that the people in my school did not see me as a leader. And I think that many teachers and people in education don't see teachers as leaders, and that's very inaccurate because we really are. And one of the things that you have to do, they will leave you out of the conversation when they plan. Mm-hmm. And I find out about it later, because yep. okay. I am in the media center and I pretty much know everything that's going on. And when I find out that I've been left out of a meeting, a literacy meeting, yeah, that's yes. a literacy yes. initiative, yes. I've been <laughs> left out, I'm, going, I'm coming to you and I'm asking you and I'm letting you know that I can be a part of this. I could bring this to the table. We have a leadership, instructional leadership team. I attend those meetings. I'm constantly sending out things. But I have been left out. And if if I wasn't assertive and if I didn't advocate,
1: I would continuously be left out. No, and I think that's so crucial because, mm-hmm. honestly, it happens to a lot of us. Like, all of a yes. sudden, I'll have a mass of people that are at my media center. I'm like, hey, y'all. What are y'all doing here? It's good to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... That that's so important, mm-hmm. and I commend you for being able mm-hmm. to go to your administration and be like, "Listen, mm-hmm. I have something to add.
0: I'm a I yeah,
1: yeah, I what I have to add is valuable, and you need to be hearing me. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Love that. Okay, so I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is, now I'm I'm familiar with Reed Woke, mm-hmm. but there's some people that may be listening because, mm-hmm. believe it or not, we have hello our one follower in Australia. Hello, hello, matey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would like for you to explain uh, briefly about what Read Woke is. Mm And then my next question can kind of lead into that. I have a l- middle school, large uh, population of students who read graphic novels. Now, mm-hmm. I know you're, you've are you done a high school read ro- woke list. Mm-hmm. You've done an elementary. You're working on the middle school. Yeah. Are you going to be working on a graphic novel read mm. woke list? Have you thought of that? Well, I
3: in my recent issue or my recent article in school library journal i added the handmaid's tale the graphic novel version it recently came out and if you haven't seen it it was in the junior library guild um, um selection um i think a, a couple of months maybe a month we were out, we were getting out of school but it is a great way to get kids to read the um, to read the book for those who have seen the show and may not want to tackle the book. And it's it's beautiful. The the artistic depiction is just exquisite. I also, in an issue before that for sci-fi and fantasy, I included Octavia Butler's Kindred. So what I have done is taken these classic texts that they have adapted to graphic novels, and I've added those to the list to get the kids um, to read those books. And I had not considered just a graphic novel read version until now, so thank you for the idea. You're very welcome. You and I can collaborate on that. Exactly. Because graphic novels um, are a great way for kids to read, and I highly promote them. And I think that teachers and librarians need to make sure that we – let kids read these books. And for those of you who don't know what Read Wokey is, it's a reading challenge that I started at my school. And students read uh, four books from a list. And the books um, are books that feature uh, underrepresented or mis- underrepresented or oppressed groups of people. Books that challenge the status quo, give voice to the voiceless, and um, they have people of color on the front of the books. And they just tackle different issues. It's not Um, it's not only racism, when we think about diversity, diversity is more than just uh, racial diversity. So I have books on there about the LGBTQ community, books about kids with mental health issues. And so the students, um, they loved it, they jumped on board, they started reading. I shared my article in the school library journal, and now um, it has really created a movement and there's so many librarians across the United States and um, in the world who are joining in the movement and they are demanding that our kids be able to read diverse books and they are putting our students first and so it's a great
0: initiative if you have time just google read woke and you can read more about it okay Cicely so like one more thing how can people find you in social media and online I'm, I'm very humble I don't know how I got
3: this Twitter handle, but it's Sicily the Great. But I'm very, very humble re-woke, uh, and rewoke. Um, and Instagram, I'm rewoke librarian. You can also check me out on School Library Journal. I write a bi monthly column where I rate books. I have a fist bump uh, rating, rating, rating meter. So the woke of the book, the more fish you get. And <laughs> I also have a blog, it's Sicily the Great, too. So I would love to hear from you. Um, Share books that you feel I have left off the list that I need to know about, share your journey, and also any issues that you may feel that you might have implementing this program. I have tons of ideas to help you get it started
0: awesome now i just want to add one more thing we're also sitting here with andy spinks who is the awesome library media specialist one of the awesome library media specialists at campbell high school now andy you've been very paramount in bringing read woke movement to our county so is there any suggestions that you have for media specialists that want to to begin this process
4: um well uh Check out Cicely's uh, <laughs> blog articles, uh, Twitter feed, all of that. Um, you know she's the the leading voice in this. Um, you know I I don't I'm not nearly the the expert that she is. I just feel like it's important yes, um, mm-hmm. for our our community uh, at Campbell and 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 really for all all students. So um, and, and be fearless about it. Um, you know, some people uh, feel like we need to shy away from things that are controversial or things that they mm-hmm. feel like have a political, uh, you know, angle to mm-hmm. them. But um, this is what is right for our students. Mm-hmm. Okay. So be it's courageous in, exactly. in and, mm-hmm. and and yeah, you're you're bringing real life um, to these Issues. students, and um, so um, so just just be fearless in that. Mm.
0: Thank you, and thank you
2: for joining us today. Cicely I just want to thank you so much first of all for the um, Read Woke movement it is a movement uh, and I you know Andy get that going and Cobb because we're ready
1: (laughs) we are definitely ready
2: (laughs) but also because I think you've started something for a lot of library media specialists um, across the world as far as um, getting what we do in our profession highlighted out there with the school library journal Mm -hmm. and so that really spoke to me in your message today Mm -hmm. as well is to really advocate for what you do in your library if you don't think you're doing something big you don't know that share it share it and um mm-hmm. because I meet all kinds of people all the time libraries media specialists specifically and we all learn something new every day from each other and so mm-hmm. um the advocacy I love it thank
3: you yes thank you so much for your time and well, thank you guys I really enjoyed this I love the name overdue that's cute because this <laughs> podcast was overdue <laughs>
1: Hey everyone, this is Ingrid with Overdue Conversations from the Library and Lindley Sixth Grade Academy in Mapleton, Georgia.
2: And I'm Lori Quintana, Library Media Specialist at Griffin Middle School. And I'm so super excited! Oh my gosh, guess who we're interviewing? We are interviewing Springvold from Simpson Middle School. I love her; everybody loves her. She's got the best personality. You gotta love her. Let me tell you.
5: Hey, Spring. You guys are hilarious. (laughs) Like my personality is not coming across right now, obviously. Oh my gosh! Yes, it, it it's just
2: your is. It truly is. Your little humor jabs are the best. Oh. Um. So we're, we're so we're going to interview you today. We're at pre-planning.
5: Yes. yes, we're at
2: Library Media Specialist pre-planning for Cobb County Schools, and so we're just kind of giving everybody
1: a, a chance to, to join the conversation. And Spring is going to join our conversation today because she's going to give us some good advice for brand new Library Media Specialists or teacher librarians, which is something we were talking about that I really yes. like too. So what would you say if you could give him one piece of advice? I think my most favorite thing in the whole wide world. Are you ready? My most
5: favorite thing is the Internet. <laughs> you said it. One piece of advice is the Internet. No, I mean, um, you really can't go wrong, like, because <laughs> that is the great, right? I, I covered it all because you have social media and just making sure you're staying out there with that. And then um, Pinterest is, like, so much fun. And I think that I have gotten... Every, maybe possibly every fabulous idea.
1: Oh my gosh, for sure. From every,
5: yeah. right, right, <laughs> like whole. every possibly. Popu- yes. like,
1: and you fall down the hole. Um, like yeah. You gotta look at one right. thing, and four hours later, you're like, oh my god. Right. There's stuff? a there's
5: a cactus that's the shape of a cake, and um <laughs> yeah, no, I don't
1: know how. No, but, but the good okay. thing about
5: that though is you get
2: the ideas from Pinterest, but then you, you take do. them back and yeah. you make them your yeah. own at Absolutely. your own school, yeah. and so it's yeah. fun. It's yeah. like it gives you like that spark. Spark. Of, yes. Yes. Yeah.
5: So that's awesome. So that would definitely be my number one thing: is just keep going with that. And then sometimes you kind of get away from it, or whether even it's Twitter, you know, sometimes I'm rabid on it and I'm like all over it, and then sometimes I kind of fall away from it, and and that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it, um, and uh, just take it slow and know that the first year is all about making mistakes, and you're allowed to because it's your first year, and and uh, just keep building on it, layer after layer after layer, and uh, year after year after year, and. This is way more than one, one, uh, one piece of uh, advice. So. Yeah, it all kind of <laughs> but ties it's all together. good, though. It yeah, does. Yeah.
2: So you're going from the Internet's perspective of, of use that as a tool to yeah. get ideas and to see what other media specialists are doing in their, their and libraries. And to stay connected. Stay, to connected. stay connected as well. On the backside of the Internet, I really thought this is where spring was going, is make sure your Internet works at school every day. Oh. <laughs>
1: yes, that is always a We're not even talking advice. about that. Yeah.
2: Oh, gosh. Well, I always look up at the little internet box to make sure I have that blue light. That's right. That's
5: right. I walk through the hallways, and I make sure in each room, is it working? Is it working? (laughs) Yep, yep.
2: So yeah, so that's awesome.
5: So there you go, guys.
2: Um, Use the internet as a resource. Um, That is what Spring suggests for you, and I think I I support that. I second that. Hi. Well,
1: I can't second it. I guess
6: I third it. I third it. Is that a thing? (laughs) It's a thing now. I third it. Thank you, Spring, so much for being with us. Thank you. Hi, I'm Jamie O'Connor, and I'm the media specialist at Mountain View Elementary School. And today we're going to talk about some of the amazing things that she's doing in her space. Um as you know Mountain View is rebuilt so we have a nice big beautiful space and last year I purchased an, a Google Expeditions kit the VR goggles with um, augmented reality in oh it as God. well Those are so cool They're I'm so, so much fun um, We have had the best time with them. I've even had special needs pre-K come in and use them. Oh, wow. And the big thing to take away from it is if they're in pre-K, K, K or 1, they sit on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't drop the goggles. That's that's funny. But we have gone all over the world. We have gone inside of cells. We have gone inside of landforms. And we have basically relived parts of World War II. Mm. And we've had a blast with it. What
1: an amazing teaching tool! So I got to ask: Are you allowing teachers to check that out? Do they have to come to you?
6: No, that is a lesson that I do primarily. It is not allowed for checkout. Good for you. Yeah, no, that's mine. I bought it with my funds. No, I understand. And a lot of the teachers, they don't. They want to experience it themselves, so they would rather have me drive the lesson, and they they actually participate in it with the. With the students,
1: And it sounds like the reception from your teachers has been really strong. If yes, been they absolutely the and... love
6: it. Administration was in there the, um, last year as well, playing along when we toured the Monticello. So um, they love it as well. The nice thing is, is on the driving pad for them, I can um, get an arrow and tell them which direction to look at. And you can see where they're looking. Little smiley faces pop up for every headset. And oh, wow. you can tell if they turn to look. So I can say, look in here, and then you can also click on some of them, and it goes deeper within that picture. So Hmm. we've had a lot of fun with it.
1: It sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to share that with us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
7: All righty. Hi, everybody. I'm Ashley Sherman. I'm the media specialist at Fry Elementary in Cobb County, Um, and I'm just here to talk about genrefication. So I genrefied, it was three years ago, um, our fiction chapter book section in our circulation numbers have skyrocketed. And not only has it increased circulation, but I think it's helped students even make themselves aware of what they're reading. And when they want to read something different, it also has helped me in helping them with recommendations. So instead of, what's a good scary book? I can point them right to all the books with the red stickers. This is our scary section. Let's pick something from this.
0: You know, that's funny. This is Anita, and um, I'm sitting here having this conversation. (laughs) And um, our horror section in middle school is bright neon orange. And I always tell the kids that means foster stay away because I don't like horror books. I don't either. I so made it's my brightest
7: color. Read a scary, read some of the scary books. So I
0: that's haven't. awesome.
2: So this is Lori, by the way, from Griffin. And I want to know about your Trip this
1: summer <laughs> and what
7: happened there. So it's like so
2: awesome for school librarians. Just listen up to this. So yes.
7: I went on a trip with a company called Bookbag Tours. So you can check them out online www.bookbagtours.com and they book trips for teachers. So every summer, they do anywhere between six and seven trips. So I actually went on the trip to Finland because they're ranked number one in education. And that was really on my bucket list. I wanted to talk to Finnish teachers and administrators and what makes them number one. What are they doing that's so powerful? So we went. We actually didn't get to see um, an elementary school. We got to see a preschool. But we got to interview students. We got to interview administrators and teachers. And then we did about 25 hours of professional development from a Finnish teacher. It's amazing. It's it, a lot of professional development. It was, it was awesome.
2: So pick something from all of that professional development. And what is something you pulled away that you could do in your library this full year that you can incorporate?
7: Well, he talked about a lot of different things. Um, engaging techniques that not only could I use them in my learning commons, but also with the teachers. And some of them, I think, are simple things that we forget about as teachers. Like, I don't know if you've heard about like clock partners. Like you have a clock and you say, go meet your two o'clock partner. Like it's something so simple, but it it's, definitely helps pair kids up that would normally work together, together right? right? And yes. maybe you establish those relationships at the beginning of the year. Um, so that could make you could make book partners with that. You, I mean, you you, know, there's you know, so yeah. many possibilities. <laughs> uh, but the thing that really stuck with me, I mean, also, I mean, ways to engage students, but just the relationships that you have with students, and that that's the meaningful piece. And then while well, the content and the curriculum is important, and what we do is important, yes. but. Yes. Those relationships, they that's what matter. They make that connection. Yep, and that's what they focus on.
0: Okay, Ashley, so I want to ask if there's anyone who wants to follow you, how can they follow
7: you online? So they could follow me on Twitter at A. Shermley, and they could follow me on Instagram at Library and Louboutins.
0: There you go. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you.
5: Hi, I'm Hannah Grimes, and I'm the Library and Media Specialist at Mary F. Barber Middle School in Ackwith, Georgia. And this year, one of my focuses will be to – Advocate more for my library media center through the use of social media. Allow the community within the school and outside of the school know how vital our library media center is to each and every one of our students, staff, and even parents outside of the school.
1: Hey, it's Ingrid from Overdue, conversations from the library, and I am here with... Erin Baker from Durham Middle School. And we are talking about advice for brand new library media specialists. So, what would you, what advice
8: would you give them, Erin? I would advise brand new media specialists to connect with teachers. Absolutely. To establish um, connections that will allow them to make their library programs relevant, and to make sure that they have the relationships that are necessary in order to really become um the hub of the school so do you have some suggestions on how to make that happen because we want to but gosh sometimes it can be so intimidating absolutely it's challenging Mm -hmm. i would recommend going to grade level meetings um that's what i began doing Mm -hmm. to immerse yourself in everything that the teachers do regarding their training so you are Mm -hmm. in teacher training just as if you are a classroom teacher because you are a teacher in the largest classroom in, in the school. Absolutely. Um, and I think and that's to be a present. Point
1: too, yeah, because I think it's important that teachers realize and remember that we are teachers as well. We Absolutely. are not a separate group. We right. do different things,
8: but at the core of who we are, we're teachers. Mm-hmm. And then also in those collaborative sessions, it's going to give you an opportunity to voice and share what it is mm-hmm. that you can do to assist in whatever is the challenge or obstacle or Um, learning experience that's going on Mm -hmm. at that time so you really have to be present you can't be removed from your faculty off you know by yourself (laughs) absolutely and it gets lonely right
1: that's how you do things absolutely so thank you so much for your time Erin, today we really appreciate it and
8: wonderful advice thanks this is so fun
0: Hi guys, this is Anita, and I just want to remind you that all of the comments in here are our own individual comments, and they have nothing to do with our school district or the schools that we serve. Thank you for listening.